0: Some of them, I promise, will actually put you in a good mood. Listen to Next Question with me, Katie Couric, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Across Generations, where the voices of Black women unite. I'm your host, Tiffany Cross.
3: Awesome. Welcome to Money Making Conversation. I am your host, Rashawn McDonald. Each Money Making Conversation talk shows about entrepreneurship and entertainment. I provide the consumer and business owner access to celebrities, CEOs, entrepreneurs and industry decision makers. I recognize that we all have different definitions of success. For some, it's a sizable paycheck. Mine is helping people wake up and inspiring them to accomplish their goals and live the life that they want to live. Live their passions, see their gifts. See it to the end, because I want you to stop tripping over small obstacles, because there's some bigger obstacles out there. In fact, don't even hop over a small obstacle. Walk right through it. See it through, my friend, because on Money Making Conversations, I invite people on my show. To create relatable information so you as a listener can learn about how you can be successful in your career, your financial planning, entrepreneurship, motivation, leadership, overcoming the odds which I do on a daily basis, and more importantly, how to live a balanced life. My next guest, she's on the phone. Uh, last time she was on the phone, she was talking about her curvy lines, clothing line, which is fantastic. She's on the show today talking about a movie I just watched on Lifetime, the legendary clock Sisters. She's been singing professionally since the age of nine and releasing a six studio album entitled Care on April 17th. The album's first single was Don't Judge featuring Missy Elliott. Her latest single is called It Keeps Happening and is out now. She's on the only show to talk about that, the Lifetime biopic, the Clark Sisters, the first ladies of gospel premiering on Lifetime on April 11th. My guest portrays her mother in the movie and does an amazing job. You know, she can sing, but she can act, too. Welcome to Money Making Conversations. My friend, Kier Kiki sheared. <laughs>
1: Hey there, thank you so much for that amazing
3: welcome. Well, you know, first of all, uh, it's a blessing, you know, because we live a life filled with blessing despite our times, and and to to be able to Interview people doing these trying times to provide good quality content so people can, you know, move on with their life. Don't feel like they're being bored or tied down and everything's a repeat. It's a blessing to me. And to be able to get you on my show to talk about this amazing movie. You kind of dropped a hint on me last time I interviewed you last year about this movie was coming. Now it's out. Just talk. Just before I get into my details and start just talking about how much I loved it, and you know the acting and everything. Just talk about the experience of getting it to the screen.
1: Uh, you know, it was really, it was a blast. Um, it took hard work. It took dedication. It took commitment, and um, I was super grateful for the opportunity. Um, it's a dream for me, and. It's personal for me it's not just you know an opportunity Mm -hmm. uh, but this is something that i had to do um you know or that i wanted to do in honor of my mother um to, to pay respect to her and having the opportunity to uh again pay homage to her but um pay honor to her to this magnitude and having the dream come true while I'm doing it. That's just absolutely amazing. And it's a good story. It's not like whack or anything. So, um, it was all fun. It took work, like I said, and it took me focus, uh, focusing in and zoning in. Uh, but it was, it was a great experience.
3: Well, the thing about, you know, we're in the, the, the me too generation, you know, the two, two of the executive producers on the show, Louisa Jones for the movie, good friend. That mm-hmm. has done a lot yeah. for my career and Steve Harvey's career Holly Carter mm-hmm. another talented uh, p- television do- producer film producer music producer was one of the executive producers on the film project so when I saw their names mm-hmm. I knew you know all like they said loose ends will be tied correctly and yeah, the body of work absolutely. will be respected correct absolutely all of that you got
1: it right um, and not only that, but these, those names that you've mentioned, um, not only are they responsible for successful stories and successful work, but they also are considerate of people of faith. And mm-hmm. they're not just anxious to just let a story out and to put out drama, but they want it to make sense and they keep the talent lives um, in mind. And so I pay respect to them for that. Um, for telling a beautiful story, but making sure that it's intact. So it's exactly
3: what you said. So the story we're talking about is the Clark sisters, the life, the first ladies of gospel premiering on Lifetime on April 11th. Okay. Here's a, you know, there, there are certain dates that are important. It's, the movie starts out in 1963 in Detroit and the Clark sisters, the mom, you know, Dr. Maddie Moss Clark, you know, she was kind of like, you know, it was referenced kind of like the Joe Jackson of the time for gospel. But, you know, when I when I looked at this movie, I didn't know what to expect here. I'm Kiki. I'm going to be honest with you, because, you know, I was going, is it going to be a wholesome movie? Is it going to be gloss over? Is it going to be is it going to be dramatic? What is it going to be? You guys told an effective story, you know, over a long period of time. And then I didn't hold back, didn't hold back, you know. Yeah, it was really good. And I, when I say that, I mean that you know your grandfather—he was—I have to say the word abusive, okay—and then and then the the mom, even, she was a blessing, but she was also a tyrant because she was so mm-hmm. she was so God fearing that she didn't she didn't other, see any other dreams that weren't tied to God. She didn't want to hear it. She didn't want to hear it. And in it, and in, in some ways, that's in some ways. When you tell that story, you realize that the success of the is was tied to a, a person who understood, and that's the mom. She understood everybody's gifts she understood she was she was focus driven but she didn't she didn't bend at all and when you start telling a story like this and you're playing an actual role in the story how do you play off how do you deal with you know telling some stories that might not be flattering but the story you want to tell is the right or are close to the right story how did how did you take that um how
1: did i take it can Mm. you ask
3: that question one more time okay cool no problem Here's a show, a, a movie that's appearing on Lifetime, and sometimes the characters that were part of your personal life weren't flattering, like your, like the role of Nisi. We saw how that played out in the movie, uh, the your grandmother, Dr. Maddie. Um, she was a tyrant. I do use the word. I, I, I can. I'm not incorrect when I use the word. Ter- she she was had tyrant tendencies. She was overbearing. She was goal driven. She was a taskmaster. You know, she only she thought her way was the highway type approach. When you're doing a show like that or a movie like that or a film like this, how does it how does it play on you to say, you know, this is this doesn't look good. For my grandmother, but this is how she this is to tell the story correctly. We got to tell this side of her. How did that play for you emotionally in this project?
1: um Well, first, I wouldn't say that she was a tyrant because mm-hmm. um, what's associated with tyrant is oppression and mm-hmm. more of like a cruel ruler kind of thing. Okay. If I'm mm-hmm. not mistaken by that de- definition. Okay. Um, I will say though that she was a strong woman mm-hmm. and. Um, I do think that obviously this this new generation may not agree with some ways, mm-hmm. um, as we don't agree with a lot of ways of the traditional approach. Um, however, we see what it has done for them, right. and um, it actually has allowed me to honor the ways that they have led um, their children, speaking of the generations before.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and to answer your question, though, I think everybody has a story. Mm -hmm. Um, So how I was able to still move along and um, still honor those who were still a part of blazing the trail is I choose the meat and spit out the bones. You know, there are some people that we are overly obsessed with and we love dearly, um,
0: but not every way that they choose or decision that they make is the best thing to do. So It's finally here, the season of celebration. And no matter how you celebrate with family and friends,
1: Um, That's how I would say. I I choose to move forward. Um, I think that my grandmother, Mm -hmm. um, she had to be that way because, again, she was a woman in leadership. Right. And uh, if we noticed, she had to fight. She had a challenge or um, I'll just say a challenge with men on both sides, whether it was in her home or if it was in her public leadership form. Uh, uh, form. Um, so I would say, you know, you just, again, you're to me to put out the bones. That's such is life. That's what comes with it. And um, I was still glad to be a part of the story. It's a beautiful story because her legacy still lives on. And um, very often we put to a woman who is strong and who sticks to their guns that they have this negative way of doing things mm-hmm. or they are this negative negative kind of person, but if it's a man, then it's considered to be different. And so I'm excited that her story is able to be told in this time and in this day, Mm -hmm. because we're now acknowledging women in history, pioneers who are women, female pioneers and so forth. So, um, yeah, that's how I'm able to push past the story. She's inspiring. She's an ambitious woman. And, again, she stuck to her gun.
3: Well, you know, great. And that's why I wanted to talk about that, because we all can have perceptions. And, I, you know, and believe me, when I used the word tyrant, it was only in a, in, a, in a role of being a person who who wills their way, you know, and and her way yeah. was same note. Uh, be on key. Uh, you know, Twinkie was with her all the time, and Twinkie, because uh, I don't want to tell the story, but I want to let everybody know that. The the, the the years that were important in this story, because they, they on, the, on the on the screen, they show you different years that are important. Like I said, 1963, it was in Detroit when, you know, Motown was blazing, but she wanted to follow the path of gospel. Then they went to 1973, 1976, which really they kind of like their first performance, 1982, big concert, 1989. But along the way, like, like she stated, your mom had to deal with male promoters who stiffed her or underpaid her. Mm -hmm. She had to deal with uh, Mm -hmm. church council, which was when I looked at that scene, it was nothing but men telling her or reprimanding Mm -hmm. her and also dealing with the fact that she had the courage to get out of a bad marriage. And and she said she didn't want her daughters cooking or cleaning. So she always Mm -hmm. had a more upwardly mobile approach to what her daughters could be and should be. She just saw a talent and she saw that talent as their way out. Play. and that is what played strong to me in the movie and that is what you know when you when you playing the role of your mom now now we're coming close to home you know her character did you did you talk to your mom about the character and you just you saw the script how did you develop and play that role out
1: yeah um i did uh talk to my mom about it um, but most of what I did, because I didn't want to use my mom as a cheat sheet, but um, <laughs> so I did do my, mm-hmm. I did do my ways of interviewing her and asking her questions here mm-hmm. and there. But I did a lot of studying her by just looking at some of her um, interviews and how she interact. Because I'm used to her acting as mommy, and of course, I saw a lot. Um, you know of her as a wife mm-hmm. and in um, and, and the first lady and all that but as a sister mm-hmm. um, I needed to watch more closely to that so I mm-hmm. did um YouTube mm-hmm. videos right. and I watched her interviews and all of that so um, that was how I prepared
3: well the thing about it is let me just say since to everybody I'm talking to Kira Kiki Shear. Kiki is a nickname. Um, And we're talking about the uh, Lifetime movie that she starred in, the legendary Clark Sisters. Um, This will be on the the screens April 11th on all televisions, television sets and streaming and all those good things. When you look at Destiny's Child, you know, they have been called the most celebrated female group of all time. The legendary Clark is to have to be considered this most celebrated female group in gospel music history because of what they've accomplished. The uh, concert tickets sold, the uh, singles, the album. I believe that uh, Twinkie has written over 250 songs in a lifetime. That is a title that you can't take away. That's a title that they earned. And that's the title they earned. The Despite, you know, challenges in a male dominated industry, challenges when people you thought was doing you a favor, putting the right contract in front of you and it's not the right contract in front of you and challenges that your mom was on the road trying to make this happen in a male dominated society. That's why you're saying, Rashawn, this is perfect in a generation that needs to understand that women can do it. We could not have released this movie at a better time. Correct.
1: Absolutely, absolutely. I 100% agree with that.
3: Awesome. Well, before we get off the phone, I want to talk about your new album. Tell us about the new album, Young Lady, that's dropping April 17th so we can uh, get some more inspiration, get some more gospel love.
1: <laughs> absolutely. The um, album is uh, coming out April 17th, and I'm really excited about that. I currently have a new single out, called it keeps happening. Uh-huh. And um, the movie, the, the movie Opportunity, and on uh, the Macy's, Partnership, and uh-huh. so many other great things that the Lord is doing. I just, you know, the song was inspired by that, and I decided to say, you know what, great things are happening, and keep happening for me. Um, and I was, I'm just blessed by it. So the new single is out, and right. that's the message of it. It's a song that that is declaring. um, business and 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 great possibilities over my life over my family's life and so it's a song though that everyone can relate to and you can make it your decoration um and it looks like that's what we have been doing so it is it's a special song and i can't wait for everyone to hear this new music again that's april 17th and the movie is coming out april 11th
3: okay you mentioned the macy's partnership a lot of people shopping online tell us about that macy's partnership
1: yeah. Um, so my clothing line, Eleven Sixty, is a curvy line, a woman, a, a, a sorry, a line for curvy women, plus size women, and um, it's available on Macy's.com. And mm-hmm. I'm super excited about that opportunity. And that's pretty much it. We did um, a pop up shop. We were supposed to do another pop up shop because of the current situation. We've not been able to.
3: Absolutely. So, mm-hmm.
1: um, yeah, I'm really looking forward. But we can drive people online,
3: and that's what the thing. People are shopping online. People are accepting deliveries at their homes and their apartments and their condos around the country. And people still want to look good. So Absolutely. I just so that's why I, I didn't want to. I'd be remiss to say Macy's partnership and not bring it up in this interview because that's about body image. That's about women, you know, who are curvy finding clothes that make them look good, make them feel good. And that's what this show is all about. Being able to point out and have an honest conversation with my guests and being correct if they feel I've stepped too far in a definition of somebody that they feel is important in their life to be able to get that message out correctly. So with that being said, April 11th, the movie premieres on Lifetime, the Clark sisters, April 17th, the album drops right now. You're dealing with a fantastic uh, partnership with Macy's that you can go online for your curvy, uh, clothing line correct
1: yes sir cool. That's it,
3: my dear i want to thank you for coming on the show uh, just do me one favor tell your people to contact my people give me a banner so i can put on my website because i can put on my social media i almost got a million followers you know i will support you i support you every time so i need a banner for the movie or a trailer for the movie i need a banner for your album to drop and i need a banner for your macy's online clothing and then we'd be, then that's, that's what you call love there, Kiki. <laughs> yes,
1: sorry. thank you so much for the support. I sincerely appreciate you. You know, I support you
3: and uh, God bless you, girl. Okay, keep winning. Yes,
1: sir. Thank you. Okay, you too.
3: bye Hi, this is Rashawn McDonald. If you want to hear more episodes of Money Making Conversations, go to moneymakingconversation.com. I'm Rashawn McDonald. I'm your host.
0: In this season of giving, Kohl's has gifts for all your loved ones. For those who like to keep it cozy, find fleeces, sweaters, loungewear, blankets, and throws.
1: Brought to you by the United States Forest Service and the Ad Council.